1: Welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. It is May 12th, episode 211 of the program. We're talking about The Last Dance. We're talking about KBO umpires getting demoted. We're talking about NBA extends deadline to terminate CBA. Maybe we won't talk about that one. We got a big life update. We're talking about Quibi, and Jake is scared of songs that sound like two different things. Hello and welcome to John Boy and Jake Radio. It's a show, Mondays, we don't do it. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we do 10 a.m. live on uh, YouTube. When we're back in the office, we'll be live on Periscope, Facebook, whatever. And the rest, And then it's on the podcast app where majority of people listen to it. Anyway, what's going on? How's everyone doing? Happy Tuesday, Jake. How are the Tuesday blues treating you?
0: And if you're if you're hearing this you're listening on one of those things so we thank you I'm doing all right man uh to Tuesday's here it always is I-, I think at some point we'll do Jake's Tuesday purchase of the day on the episode excited for what that's gonna be Ooh, uh, keep, did you get the keep, shoes keep you gals excited got the shoes um they're good they're good um i I think part of the problem is the uh the under armor uh, wides that I've been rocking. Um, I don't know if you remember this and I think this was JJR fodder, but they, uh, they were life changing. They were a big step for me. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I hadn't really dove into the wide shoe game. So we'll, uh, we'll see, uh, what were they? A six. I rocked them a little bit on Sunday. We're, we're easing into them. Um, so yeah, excited to make a Tuesday purchase today. Had a little bit of the Tuesdays yesterday. I think it was just a Mother's Day come down. A lot of talking to friends and family this weekend, which was nice. Um, and then, and then yesterday there was a little bit of a, uh, but doing okay so far today. Brewed a, brewed a hot cold cup of coffee. Ooh, and, nice. And uh, ready to ginger how, how are you doing?
1: Jurr I'm doing well. I have some follow-up questions for you before we get into myself. Sure. I don't want to forget them. I want to make a Tuesday blues shirt for you. Okay. Or like, uh, everybody hates Tuesdays or, uh, you know, don't let Tuesday ruin your Wednesday or or I don't know, but I think we need a something, a shirt that I want to wear in honor of the Tuesday monster.
0: Like Tuesday is the worst day. Seems like a fundamentally strong shirt
1: fuck tuesdays
0: tuck foos days
1: Ooh, no that sounds that sounds cool tuck foos days
0: yeah that sounds like a, a new jazz band up yeah town, uh, uptown
1: yeah that's cool
0: yeah we uh, grew, met up with her boss and then we we swung over to tuck foos days and it was yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was wild five dollar lemon drops
1: yeah. yeah that is what it sounds like
0: yeah so that oh, will scratch that one I've been to a Tuck Foods Day type place, Shuck and Jive in Addison, Texas. Got to go. Got to go.
1: What's Next that? Next time uh, you're in Addison, what's that? Uh, Fuddruckers. Rudfuckers. Is that a still a restaurant? Yeah. You think yep. Fuddruckers are still around?
0: Fuddruckers. Yeah. Oh yeah. When I, hoc- I think they're southern mostly.
1: I never lived in the south, but I always went to them. I think they're just very spread out, is what they are. Okay. But uh, we went to one when we won our state championship. That's where everyone went. Fuddruckers. Nice. I actually am going to the Slack channel where we dump our t-shirt ideas, and I'm just typing in Tuesday blues. That's all. I'm out. Okay. Just a little reminder. So that's something I was thinking about. Uh, I'm excited that you're going to purchase something again on Tuesday.
0: Should we <clears throat> have traditions for a reason.
1: You were correct about the back massager. I I back massaged my back raw the first day I got yeah. it. Yeah. Like, the next day, my skin was raw. Yeah. Um, I've thrown it back on, but, like, can't do that what I did that time.
0: All photo records locations. Yeah, I mean, it gets in there. And then it, uh, it's... Dude, it's kind of life stuff happens, and you don't get it until you get it. And, like, when my back stuff initially went down, like, we, we loaded up. Like, we got a heating pad and stuff. And... You know, I just remember being a kid and like we had a heating pad and it was like an old heating pad. And I always wondered, well, not I always wondered, but you're always like, okay, like, do you just get a heating pad? Is it passed down? And now I think like the heating pad I got for this is probably going to be like my heating pad for life. Katie has a heating pad. Like I, I I think things like that just carry on and you're like, you have that initial blast with it, and then you bust it out in case of emergency. But yeah, the massager thing—I um, don't know. Like, it, it becomes much more of a—you know—every couple days. And if you got a sore thing, you're like, "All right, let me let me bust that oh, thing yeah, I'll throw out." It on, frankly, but I just but... can't do a
1: full day because my skin was raw.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Fud Rockers update for everyone wondering: it looks like they're everywhere, <clears throat> but they have a lot in Texas. But Texas is big. But I mean, there's like five in Connecticut. Or, no, 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 no. There's one in Connecticut. There's like five in Florida.
0: I think it's the old. New Jersey. Yeah, there are a couple in Jersey. Par- Parsippany,
2: BBD, your spot.
0: Pennsylvania.
2: I'm closer to the one in Paramus. But... That's where hey, my dad's from, are. BBD. Stop talking about his dad. And it's where
1: my grandma lives currently, Paramus.
0: Always
2: talking about, she about wanna it. She want to come over? We got a grandma.
1: Do you live in Paramus? You live by Paramus, I'm guessing.
2: I live like two towns over.
1: Do you go to the burger place?
2: Gotta be more specific. It's than called that. like
1: the Cellar, or it's old. You walk in and it looks like it's from the 70s. It's called. I don't uh, think I've. My dad will stop by like, whenever we go. Fireplace, fireplace.
2: Oh, fireplace! I've been.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like if we drive through, when we weren't living in New Jersey we were like back for holidays if we drove through Paramus, my dad would go to the fireplace and we we'd get food It's pretty good it's time warped though
2: looks a unique spot yeah
1: i'm good jake i went i went to new jersey for the weekend uh we went down to visit my mom and dad uh for everyone worrying about safety precautions whatever precaution you would have liked me to take i did that so you don't even have to worry about it at all um whatever level you're at i was perfect to your level and it felt like i was gone really
0: what like no hugs and stuff like that
1: yeah we didn't hug it's tough it was it's very tough it's very weird hug hello hug goodbye very weird not to do that
0: yeah but i was more just
1: i was more just playing that like everyone has different levels and you can't satisfy everyone so whatever your personal level is we did it good yeah so just don't get upset because we we got you covered uh, it felt like a, it felt like we were there for like a week, and not in a bad way. Just like right. we've been in this apartment for so long, that time away is two nights.
0: It's different. Like, Man,
1: I went and played disc golf though. That was cool. You really realize that, like anyone trying to complain about quarantine, I'm gonna get quarantine snobby on you.
0: Oh, get him, Jim.
1: Anyone complaining about quarantine that isn't in an apartment in New York City, you're not complaining about quarantine. If yeah. you're in your house with a backyard and a driveway. And some windows that you can open up to get fresh air. Quit complaining about quarantine. Just not about, not allowed. Hard no. Huh. I mean, they're living great
0: down there. Tuesday, Jim coming at your neck. I'm just saying they're living
1: fantastic in these neighborhoods with houses. And sure, they can be like, well, don't live in an apartment in New York City, and that's a fair retort. It's a good counter. It's a good counter, a good but counter. I'm just saying, like, I'll go outside. <laughs> 10 minutes yeah. at a time it was like, Oh, let's just open up the screen door and let a breeze in.
0: All right. Yeah. I mean, my, my biggest stance this whole time is that, well, minus my back stuff. Um, like if I was, if I was near a golf course, like I I'd be ripping. I, I think that would be like, there's currently a massive sports hole in my life. Uh, which comes and goes and fluctuates on the day, but like, man, if, if I was near a course and I could chip and putt a little bit or do something like that, like I, I think this would be, I think I'd not, I wouldn't say pro quarantine, but at least I'd have like some like, okay, getting a little better, getting something athletic in and, and hopefully with my new running shoes and, uh. A new back inst- installation. I, I can start doing that a little bit, but yeah. Uh, if yeah. you're not in the city, shut your butt. Already, just like so, you. Sorry, know, BBD. Tighten it up. Um.
2: You yeah, know, I've got it good.
1: I got a new mask. Okay, that's pretty big. Big because my other mask, basically, was a suffocation device, and yeah. uh, an ear, an ear puller offer. Yeah, I traded in. Uh, the mass that coverage gear sent us I'm allergic to those because i have very sensitive skin for another mass and it's like night and day like, oh i can That's walk good. Up, i can walk up this hill and not choke on my own breath wow
0: look at you mask team
1: yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and i have a, another update for you
0: big life update play the sound effect first okay
1: big life update um And the sound effect will play now. We got a dog. Huge. Yeah. We don't get it until June 10th or 6th or something like that. Okay. But yep. Got a dog.
0: What are the deets you got?
1: Well, the deets are my mom is getting a dog. Cause our dog Zimmer passed away and usually my dad works Monday through he leaves Monday comes back Thursday and my mom's just like chilling for the week. So, you know, she needs a buddy, a pal. Yeah, I get it. My little brother was Luke was like all about it. Like he like did all the research. He's been the contact. So he went to a breeder uh, that breeds Wheaton Terriers cause get another Wheaton. we love
0: Wheaton. doubling down on Wheaton. Yeah. Cause we're not a dog. We don't like dogs as a fan. If it ain't broke. If yeah. it ain't broke, I'm, uh, exactly. there's people out there that get like anti the dog breeding stuff and I get it adopt if you can. Um, but also like, you know, we're, we're allergic to some of the stuff and it's also like, Hey, kind of get, get what you want. Adopt too, but get what you want.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, well, we're all very allergic, so we have to get the hi- hyper, whatever. Allergenic. Yeah. yeah. And then also my family we're not a dog family. My dad is. But, like, my mom, like, we like very certain dogs. We're not just going to go up to any dog on the stream. They're like, oh, look how cute it is. Not scrolling right. through Instagram looking at dogs, finding all of them cute. Not us. Uh, So, but we like Wheatons because male Wheatons are super calm. Like, in, like, Zimmer was so calm. They're hard to train, so you got to be big on that. But they're they're super calm. If you have kids around them, like, kids used to, like, count Zimmer's teeth. And he just lay there and let them. Yeah. Just, like... He's just, they're just like the calmest thing. So my brother called the breeder up. <clears throat> they had three dogs left, two males, one female. And you don't, uh, female Wheatons are a tougher breed. They're just more active and aggressive. And we like the calm and stability of the male Wheatons. So anyway, there's two Wheatons left. And, you know, Katie's been grinding me down about getting a dog forever. Oh yeah. And I just been hard. Like there was no way I could be like, Give her a date or a time and be like, eventually. So just hard no the whole way because once I give her that little bit of leash, she's just gonna tug the fuck on it's it. Gone, yeah. So uh, they were on the phone with the breeder, and I just said, "Get both males." And Katie just started crying. Oh. <laughs> she she started crying. She put her. She had, she had to hide. She was like, Are you serious? Uh but I figure it's a good time, so you know we're home. We can train it because like. My dad had Zimmer trained really well, so I got to train this dog really well. Because there's certain things that, again, we're just not going to. Like, Zimmer, whenever we set the dinner table and put food out, Zim went to the other room. He knew he wasn't allowed to buy food, so he wouldn't beg or ask for food or anything like that, and that, like, we're going to do that. And uh, when we came home, like, if Zimmer heard the garage door go home, he'd run to the family room and sit until we walked over and pet him and then once we like unleashed the petting then he went crazy and jumped and stuff like that but so sure. i gotta i gotta inner channel my dad's training techniques
0: But yeah yeah i'm excited for you you're you're going to feel a lot of new emotions um and it's gonna be a good time um so i'm happy for you and katie um yeah man that's uh that's awesome hey i've, I've got a uh a pair of brothers that i know from my oklahoma crew which i feel like you're gonna do a documentary on one day jake's oklahoma friends um but they they're a pair of brothers and they have a pair of sibling dogs and it's just kind of cool when they get together it's like whoa yeah. shit this is it's this is kind of heavy stuff um
1: yeah. if you google wheaton terrier and you see the dumb haircut know that my dog won't have that haircut i'll have a just won't a, have that a cute puppy cut
0: um Yeah. And, and, and I'm excited. Me, Jessica and I, uh, when there's some of those puppy days, (laughs) you run, you run a little hot and you feel it. Uh, but it's well worth it, man. Um, and it's a dude for, for kind of what we're doing. I mean, if you, you, you find yourself either on the couch needing to decompress, or even if you're getting some edits in and just need a lick on the hand, it's, it's pretty nice. So well, Zimmer
1: Zimmer was my dude. Yeah, I know. Because I, because like when I, after college, I lived at home for three years and worked from home and he just liked being in the room with a human. So, and then when I, last year he lived with us in his last, like two years of his life or a year of his life. And it was just me and him in the room nonstop. So
0: have we, we started doing the name game?
1: Yeah. Uh, Cause the early thought was we should do a name like matching names, like babe and Ruth for the two brothers. Okay. or Yogi and Barra, but it's really hard to find two right. that are good. And like Bronx and Bomber were the leader of the pack, but Bronx is a weird name because you're so used to saying the Bronx that if you just say Bronx,
0: Bronx, Bronx, yeah,
1: it kind of plays and it kind of doesn't. Katie, and I are very torn out. We're like, okay, that's leader, but we're not sold on it.
0: I don't want to hurt the thing. I like Bronx over Bomber.
1: So do we. We have Bronx and my parents would yeah. like Bomber.
0: So I think that's, well, I mean, if they're in on bomber, that's fine. But yeah, I, if I'm, if I'm in that deal, I'm leaning Bronx pretty hard.
1: Yeah. Kirby Yates has a good name to split into two dog names.
0: Kirby Yates. Okay. Um, but I don't want to
1: name my dog after Kirby Yates, but we were just going over baseball players that have like good front and back. And I was like, Kirby, good. Yates, mm. not bad.
0: Labor, um, oh, I'm
1: not naming it after current Yankee. That was like a hard stance I
0: had. DJ LeMay here. And like we said,
1: Booney's a great name, but like we know Aaron
0: Boone. I'm going to be like, yeah, you can't, you can't do that. That's, that's like, he says hi
1: to me when he sees me in the hallway. So I'm not going to name my dog after that. That's weird.
0: Mickey Mantle. That's another good one. That's a, that's a good one. I like that.
1: That's another good one. Mickey and Mantle. Uh, but I love the idea of, since they are, you know, the same litter of having the same name. And, And then when they're together and you explain and you introduce them, like this is Mickey and this is Mantle. Um, but we gotta find a, a good name. Zimmer was an awesome name because it was named after a Yankee player, but it wasn't a common dog name at all. Whenever we brought it to the vet, they are like, I've never heard that one before.
0: Good one. Yeah.
1: So what
2: that's you, the life. What are you update.
0: smiling about, BVD? What's on your mind? Chat had a good
2: suggestion. Bravik okay. and Valera. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh.
1: Uh, um. Yeah, man. So that's that'll happen June 6th or 10th because they have to stay with their mom for a certain amount of time and shit. Right.
0: Got gotcha day.
1: Yeah. I think they're Amish too. So that's cool. Okay. Yeah. I think the breeder so is Amish.
0: Won't won't increase your electric bill then. It's good.
1: Nope, nope. Nope. Yeah. Also, like, see, that's the other thing. Like, you know, a dog in the apartment kind of sucks because like training Zimmer to shit outside was rather easy open up the door yeah uh apartment's way different so that's gonna that that's gonna suck and we're gonna have to figure that out especially like four flights and a block away from the park actually like two blocks away whatever but we'll figure it out
0: there will be challenging days my friend um yeah I, i mean as a as a jgr reminder uh when we got noodle um you know the the first couple weeks I think it's just, like, the first week. People get dramatic about it. But the first week, you have to take him out, like, in the middle of the night because he's on, like, four-hour shifts. So Mm. if you time it right, I mean, you go to bed, middle of the night, morning. Yeah. Um, And so Jess hated my – because when I woke up, I woke up like an old man. So I'd wake up, do, like, a back stretch, and she, like, she loathed it and she's like you got to take the dog out and i was like i'm i'm literally up i'm just stretching my back yeah um give me and, a second and uh, so yeah then she took the night shift which worked out for me um but yeah it'll 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 test different parts of your insides and your outsides and it's going to be beautiful and i'm excited for i'm excited to meet mantle
1: mm, you like mantle and mickle but micky better i don't know but but yeah well, well, you, you people that listen to John Mojack Radio will hear it. Like, I'm I'm pretty firm on the training. I'm going to be very like I, my dad when I was a kid. Where I was like 15 when we got Zimmer. I was like, Man, "Dad, you're mean to Zimmer," but Zimmer loved oh, yeah. my dad. So I'm gonna have to be like incredibly strict and stern because I, there's certain things that like I just don't want, you know. So
0: that dad gear is gonna kick in.
1: Yeah, like no jumping on people when they come in. No being around food at the dinner table. No way. So, fucker will learn. Go! I'll go all Caesar dog on him. I'm not do that. I'm not gonna do that. Chaps on Barstool says physical corrections are good for big dogs. He's like, he's like, you need to remind that Wheatons aren't big. But I thought it was interesting because Chaps was a dog trainer for uh, the military. And he like, you need to remind them immediately you're bigger and tougher than them. Otherwise, yeah. they'll get ahead. So he's like, one throw, just, just fucking knock them.
0: <laughs> Middle of the chest. Middle of the yeah. chest. Yeah.
1: Uh, cool. And the other thing I remember from training Zimmer was that they better break eye contact with you if you start staring at them. Like if you stare at a dog and he stares back at you and he doesn't break eye contact once you're there, then you got a problem on your hands. Not uh, doodle, oh, doodles
0: child. are giant stairs it's uh hurt hurt my neck over games of that <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right cool let's move on to the i mean is there anything else i feel like we banted for a while
0: i mean i've I've had all these quibby takes built up but i think it's tomorrow now yeah quibby
1: dude i was laughing and katie's like what are you laughing i'm like quibby like what were they thinking
0: and i think you had big fucking slut in the banter did we cover that
1: uh you told bbd to put that there david it's the it's the song that sounds like two oh different
0: things. the double lyrics Ooh, god ah, Nope. we're moving on no okay. no time no time no time but do it tomorrow no, no time And what a Mother's Day weekend it was. Happy Mother's Day. Kind of missed that in the banter. The KBO, Jimmy's Dinos. No, they're not Jimmy's Dinos anymore. The KBO, the umpires got demoted, which MLB fans were happy to see because that's kind of how it should work um, because MLB umpires are immune to everything, not corona. MLB draft officially was announced that there's only going to be five rounds this year lot of push-pull going on on that. We thought there would be 10 union fighting, and that's kind of the story of MLB right now as they're going to the negotiating table today. Maybe right now they're negotiating. We'll see. Last Dance went on this weekend. A couple emotional episodes. Jim, BBD, and NBA extends its deadline to terminate their CBA for the rest of this season. Kind of formalities at this point, just to just to reach it out, but I, I think the news lies in baseball right now.
1: Do 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 dude. The KBO demoting their umps is awesome. Yeah, and and a little shitty, but awesome, and. I don't think if they're not on ESPN and don't have like the audience watching, they get demoted, but it's definitely like peer pressure. Like, like you are embarrassing us on the national stage.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know the history of KBO promotion and demotions with the umps. Good call. Neither um, do I. This could be a regular thing. I don't know. Right. And that's, that's where I was going with this. Cause I think it's funny that, um, Dude, when you zoom out on some things and just think of the ridiculous of it, like MLB umpires are pretty much immune to anything, um, and it's like, why? Like, and and don't get me wrong, like I, I'm, I think I think you guys know me pretty well. Like, I don't want to see heads roll or anything like that. But like, I I don't know if you have a an atrocious series and you're just all over the board. Like, it, there should be something that keeps you in check a little bit. Well, <laughs> like we, we're you,
1: interviewing an umpire on Talking Baseball this week.
0: Scott. And I, I'm sure he's going to talk about that there are some checks and balances, but we know there really aren't. Um, so, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's kind of funny that, again, it, it becomes sports news, definitely pandemic sports news. But, um, yeah, uh, the the Major League umpires need – it, it, it like end of the day I don't get it like in in almost every facet of life you know there's if, if you make mistakes there's punishments or you you learn from it and grow from it and I mean we see umpires basically lean into it <laughs> like if we see umpires miss a call and then they'll stare down players <laughs> it's like well we've clearly gotten pretty far off the path mm-hmm. um so I don't know. I mean MLB's not gonna do anything with it. So sorry, KBO guys. What I
1: think is funny is they demoted all five KBO, like the whole crew. There had That's to be tough. some had to be someone on the crew like, We told you to fix your strike zone, Bob. Come on.
0: Like two guys on the crew probably had a great day.
1: I've I I, I, don't, I didn't pay attention. I thought it was just the balls and strikes calling. And I think there was only three games. So only three of them. So yeah, you're two of them were probably not involved. But I mean, Pitching Ninja was posting some of the balls and strike calls, and and uh, they're bad. They're like right down the middle.
0: No, it's even funnier. What if they all did suck and they were like, "Oh yeah, we yeah. gotta go down." Though they knew it was coming. We, you are right. We all three of us were bad behind the plate. The other two missed calls in the field. Like, let's, we need it. We need it. Yeah, there might be a relief.
1: Like, oh my god, I was not ready for this.
0: We were bad.
1: Yeah uh so that's funny and cool good for everyone i guess the uh let's do cover these quick ones nba extends deadline to terminate cba it's kind of a nothing thing right now right it's kind of just yeah they
0: they did their original like we're gonna pause things for 60 days and (laughs) catch the net people it's been 60 days so they uh they re-upped it Um, i'd say
2: the the one thing about that is just like it's a note in general that a league is saying like hey this is an unprecedented time. Maybe we don't, maybe we got to come up with unique solutions and stuff to figuring out economics or whatever. Yeah. So it's like kind of related to the baseball stuff.
1: The MLB did uh, a COVID antibody test and shared some of the results, but not the testing. So you, so we have no idea about it at all, but people are trying to draw conclusions like that's just not how testing works. Like they were like 0.7% of MLB uh, MLB workers had it. And it's like, well, who did you test? Did you test players who are 20 to 30 years old in prime condition with, you know, uh, uh, and and healthcare workers at their every check-in? Or did you just test like Bob and Joe who work in accounting for MLB? They didn't release that information. They didn't, we know nothing about this test. Pisses me off when they try to do this to the public and the public gets in a tizzy about the test. These tests, see from these, we know this. Or no, from the we don't know anything. Yeah. This is, they gave us no information. So if you don't know what the test is, don't have an opinion on the results.
0: Yeah, I love, there's a lot of this is terrible news people. They're like, the herd immunity, man, it's not there. And I was like, well, isn't the whole kind of idea behind everything we're doing to not get herd immunity? Um, and then that, and then, I mean, you, if you say a sentence like that, your balls deep in politics, I mean the next sentence. Uh, So it's, it's so not worth it with any of that. Um, you know, I, when it first came out, I was like, okay, so 0.7% of people had the antibodies or whatever. I, I feel like that means we're doing good stuff, but um, uh, apparently that can be very wrong and who knows if it is. Cause like you said, we don't know who got tested. You can't run a um, test
1: like this and, and, and not share the test and just the results. Cause then you're, you're literally just confusing people into a stupor or an uproar. Yeah. So I'm over that. Uh, done. MLB officially, <clears throat> uh, moved it to just five rounds of the draft that happened over the weekend and it's shitty. It, it's a, it's a bad sign of things to come uh about spending in the mlb
0: yeah i uh my i mean full disclosure probably probably not good talk radio still doesn't compute in my head um because we we heard that the players fought for it to only be five rounds when it seemingly saves the owners money and you'd think the players would want it um I don't know. Um, I, it's going to be, I'll say this, it'll be interesting to see the ripple effect. Um, Cause what we think, we think there's going to be a lot of kids that try to play Juco next year. Um, you you wonder if kids try to find a creative way to get around the draft. Is there going to be a fun story in six years about, you know, two teams that cleaned up this draft that they uh, you know, the, the Yankees and the devil rays, rays, sorry, rays fans. Um, you know, they, they ended up signing 15 guys that they only would have gotten three of them for. So I'm excited to see the ripple effect. It sucks right now. Um, and you know what? I, I wouldn't be surprised if everything else around baseball gets so loud that I I think this gets ignored pretty quickly, to be honest.
1: Yeah. I think this is gonna, I mean, then I'm over it already. I mean, I'm not over it. I understand like there's going to be complication. I'm interested in ripple effects, but. There down the line, there's a lot more, a lot more interesting bullet points that we're gonna have checked off or not checked off. Coming. I've up, got so. good news for you. Yeah.
0: There'll there'll be a cool book for you to read in ten years about this year's draft.
1: Yes. <clears throat> what I, th- when we talked about this on Talking Baseball with Plouffe, this was my question. I don't. I think he didn't have an answer. Like we like, didn't know. It was, so it's only five rounds, right? Right. At the end of the fifth round. Would you want to be picked up or would you want to be an undrafted free agent? The money.
0: So like last pick of the fifth round, am I getting drafted or am I not?
1: Yes. Because if it's between you, if it's between me and you, one of us gets the last round picked last in the fifth round. Okay. That's me. You, you're good enough to be picked in the first five rounds of the draft. Right. But the team just chose me over you. So you're clearly the next top guy. You're the top undrafted free agent.
0: Sure. Now,
1: I may have guaranteed money or there's an allotted amount they spend on me and a team, you know, I'm in an organization and they chose me. But you, you. Can all, all, 29 teams or 30 teams maybe are going to be offering you stuff and, and sure there's an allotted amount you can choose you will get, and it might be less than me. I don't know those numbers, but you still have the choice of what team you go to. So which, which position is better to be the first um, pick in the sixth round that isn't happening or the last pick in the fifth.
0: I think you want to get picked and, and, and this is going to sound very lame, but it's just to say you were picked. Um, because dude i mean think about how baseball moves like like trevor plouffe said and you know i it kind of wasn't my first reaction but when you're playing baseball your goal is to make it to the major league so you know pick pick a crappy farm system and if you're a college senior if you pick a terrible farm system you know and you do things right two years you can be in the pros maybe right Mm -hmm. um but at the same time, like, dude, front offices and situations change so quickly in baseball that, like, it just doesn't work like that. <laughs> so I, I think you'd rather just get picked and not have to worry about that next 48, 72 hours of teams bothering you and what's the right situation. Oh, dude, I got it. You want to be picked because you don't want to be worried about picking the wrong situation.
1: Yeah, yeah it's out of your hands. Yes. Yeah. but well, you probably have an agent of people guiding you, but yeah, yeah. You know what? It's going to be interesting that we're we're probably going to have a lot of undrafted free agents uh, make the pros in the next five to six years, you know, four to six years. And then one of those guys probably turns out to be a stud. And that's a fun fact on his resume 40 years from, you know, he was undrafted. And then people like, well, they only had five rounds that year.
2: So that'll be a it'll be a big trivia. Fun
0: fact
1: for some player.
2: In
0: the future, Hardo, Hardo, baseball trivia. I think yeah.
2: there's also a degree of like because it's such a small draft. If you are drafted, the team's pretty invested in you. Like the Yankees only have three picks this year. They want to. They're going to make sure they get picked the three guys they actually want and care about.
1: Yeah, and they or or and they might go ham on undrafted free agents, but maybe not. Yeah, who knows? As I mean, there's the, a the reason the amount of money <clears throat> can get. Yeah, real interesting. And then uh, let's go, let's do, talk some Last Dance.
0: Last Dance. So,
1: episode seven was about Jordan being a jerk-faced teammate. And episode eight was about, and baseball, him going to play baseball.
0: His dad.
1: His dad. It's terrible. Uh, What was episode eight about? They don't have, like definite things because they bounce around so much but
0: yeah it blurs around um they armstrong and they had his they had his comeback after baseball where they came up short because he wasn't in he was in baseball shape (laughs) um and then uh it kind of leads us into the reggie miller series oh they did the space jam stuff that was a lot of fun
1: those pickup games at the warner brothers lot that's cool
0: I mean that's just a good time. That's that's as good as it gets. Has that had that um, footage
1: been seen before, or was that like, or because I'm not in the know, like for basketball diehards, were they like, oh yeah, I've seen this, I know that, or were they like, oh what? They have. Footage I feel of like
0: this? I've I feel like I've heard about it. I don't think I I've ever seen footage of it. Um, I don't know if BBD's got inside yeah
2: i don't think i've seen the footage before could be wrong but i i it was known that players came and like scrimmaged (laughs) with him
0: there
1: yeah i knew i knew that too but i'm just wondering like if some people were like you know stomachs were like hearts when they saw i think that
0: these two episodes were probably the best if you're just coming in blind um Because I know, like Jess, I didn't, I didn't give her any pre-warning, and like she had no idea about the baseball stuff. (laughs) She's like, she's, she's like, is this real? It's like, yeah.
1: And then Um, the Space Jam movie, yeah, it's too like bizarre. And then Space
0: Jam, she got excited about that. Um, she's, she's, she got me good. She said one line about like, oh, you know, she's he's telling all these stories about all his other teammates, but nothing on Bugs, huh? And I was like, all right, Jess, I see you. Um. But uh, and then it jumps into him. And, yeah, it's, it's funny. I mean, the being a hardcore competitor and blah, blah, blah. And that was, it, it, you know, MJ got final cut on this and his PR team knows what they're doing. So it's funny that, you know, before this documentary, we were told, hey, you know, M- MJ thinks he might come out looking like an asshole. And it's like, yeah, the, his, his biggest asshole quote is like, yeah, I was mean on guys, but that's because that's how we won. <laughs> it's like, all right so yeah like a lot um, of other leaders
1: i still think it's it's like a like a he was an asshole like i think a lot of yeah. guys probably didn't enjoy playing for him but then they look back and be like oh, but we won so that's cool but they didn't win without jordan so was it his leadership or was it just right. his fucking skill right <laughs> you know? are there
0: other ways to do it
1: and if it was just okay. his skill then maybe all that didn't wasn't necessary
0: that's the great game. That's the uh, question.
1: I mean, it's, it's very entertaining. If I actually put myself in his position, I mean, that's not how I get motivated, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's kind of the overlying thing that's interesting, though, and it's it's how important motivation is. Um, we saw, because that was the other things they showed. They showed him getting motivated about that terrible rookie who got buckets on him, and he said, good game, MJ. And then they asked, and then he torched him. And then years later they asked him and it was like, did he say that? And MJ was like, nah, I love that but, shit.
1: That's the, yeah. and that's like what Kobe invented with mama mentality. Like when you're in the court, people are your fucking enemy. And if yeah. you don't act like
0: that, you won't play like that, you know? And that, I mean, that's this, but that same thing is what they do with the teammates. Cause they push them every practice and you know, no days off and all that stuff. So um, I, like,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. there's a, there's a, cause I like the competitive practice like that, but like, you know, Jordan and Jordan says everything with a smile and a joke. So it's like busting balls. So right. if, if you don't like it, it just means you can't take it. But when he's like, you can't guard me, you should guard Judd. It's like two birds, one stone. <laughs> he yeah. just ripped on two teammates in one sentence.
0: That's, that's thinking. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to think there's one other, I mean, the dad stuff is really sad, obviously. Um got Scott. Burrell. A, Scott Burrell was fun. Um, UConn guy and the nice guy on the team. That was kind of funny. The Bulls, the Bulls Twitter account <laughs> tweeted something out that was like, Hey, every team should have a nice guy too. And they tweeted out Scott burrell <laughs> It's like, Well, hey, not bad, Scott. Yeah. That worked out. I mean, it's I
1: mean, he took it fine. He was like, Whatever. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I'm loving the documentary. So I, I think people are trying to pick it apart uh, or maybe not even anymore. I, I, I don't even go on Twitter anymore that much during it because I just like watching it.
0: I, I just think what's funny is they, uh, the initial kickoff, they should have said like, this is going to be the whole MJ story concluding with the season. Cause like that's, that's the part that's funny to me because they left us off after two hours of awesome documentary they leave off and it's like Reggie Miller and they're about to play the conference finals of that season. And it, you almost do this moment of like, I forget that we keep trying to spin it back to this season. Cause we're just doing everything. I mean, let's yeah, be honest.
1: I, I came in thinking it was going to be everything. Like, I know it's called the last dance, but I just right. didn't connect that dot. I thought it was going to be the, when episode one came out and it said like, we have exclusive footage to the 1999 season. I was like, Oh, it's just on that. So, but right. I didn't watch a lot of trailers. So I came in thinking it was going to be the entire Jordan doc.
0: Like, yeah. story. And it's, uh, I mean, it was, we've done this, but the first two jumped around so much. And then you're, it's fun now. And yeah, I think, now it's like, like where are we going? They, 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 <laughs> where are you led, taking they me? led, they led into this one. And I forget what the line was, BVD. I know we, we were busting balls at the talking Nicks crew, but Hannah Storm said like, Hannah Storm said some sentence that was like, yo, and to hear about this story, you have to start here. (laughs) It just jumped back. And we were like, oh, they did it.
1: They did it. Did you hear any of the behind the scenes, how they're making it? it? All the editors are working remotely and uh, piecing together and sending the final clips to each other via Venmo or uh, Vimeo and stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's wild. And they didn't have like, they didn't have episode, these episodes done when they released the first They're like, we project that we will be done by this date, so you can move it this far forward and stuff like that. It's kind of cool.
0: They must have been pretty confident in that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You don't mess around with (laughs) that
0: shit. Not like a maybe we'll have it out.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's uh, go to halftime. I'm going to drink some of my coffee here.
0: I ate some shoes today. Oh, boy. Okay. You got a fridge. What should I buy? What should I buy? BBD, get your fruit.
1: You want like apparel or do you want an accessory? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking around because I think. You should get one of those foot massagers.
0: You sit on the couch a lot and you can just rub your feet back and forth on it. I'm gonna, I never fully gave a back update. Today's, today's a high point. i feeling good today. That's good. I, th- I think I'm going to try to do talking baseball from the table. So that would be Then you can use your mic stand. That'd be a big step. I could use the mic stand. That'd be pretty huge. Um, So, yeah, we'll we'll see mostly, you know, pick Trevor up. I know he's he rides on a motion hard on his sleeve. And if he sees me in the table, I think that'll bring the team up. Um, But, yeah, so that's that's pretty exciting. I don't know. I might I still haven't bought the underwear, as I mentioned last week. Yeah, Um, buy those. So I, I'll probably do that, and maybe I'll go into Amazon, and if I see something else, um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to
1: Google if there's like handless microphone holder, but not a stand, like a harmonica. Oh, for like a, a mic. Neck
0: thing. Yeah,
1: like a the fucking like head a cage thing. <laughs> around your face. Put the mic there.
0: Doesn't but. sound ideal, but no. hear it out.
1: No. Doesn't sound ideal. Sounds heavy and annoying.
0: It's that goddamn fruit, David.
1: Yeah, what's the fruit?
2: Um, so I've been googling. So this episode is is cemented in my mind as the episode you announced the dog that made me happy. I'm in a good mood from that. So I was looking up what fruit is safest or best for dogs to eat. Uh, and there's a bunch. There wasn't one answer, so I don't know. Watermelon that was on the list of fruits dogs can eat, and I like watermelon. I liked that news. Um, congrats on the dog soon.
1: Thank you. Watermelon's a fantastic fruit. It's big. It's juicy. It's I delicious. And every now and then it can be disappointing. So I think that is a great, great fruit to be compared to.
0: And I think it's a big summer dog fruit. You know, yeah. you're you're having the family barbecue. It's Fourth of July. The dog sneaks off with the watermelon, Ryan. You start laughing. I have
1: a a very disappointing update. Okay. Handheld mics are the most common thing. Just a little fucking headset with a mic to your mouth. We own them. Yeah, I could have given you one of those a long time ago, and you didn't have to hold your mic. Oh sure.
0: How come we never thought
1: of that? That.
0: I'm ready for supplies. I'm looking. I could use a crispy camera over here. I'm. I'm deck me out, daddy.
1: Well, cameras. I don't know. You'd have to buy one that goes onto your laptop. Okay, not the ones we have at the apartment won't work. But the, you could wear one of the headsets with the mic easily. I think we have to get a converter for the headphone jack part. I don't know if it goes from one fourth to one eighth. I don't know if you can go down.
0: Can you go down, DBD?
1: Can you go down? Yes. Okay. One fourth to one eighth. Yeah, we can get get you that, Jake. But you're feeling good. I feel like we should have thought of this a while ago.
0: Feels like a little bit of a miss. Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. You can go down. So we would buy this adapter, one eighth female. Mm. One to one eighth, and uh, and then you would have, yeah, you'd have headphones, and you know, microphone in one fell swoop. Sorry man. It's all right. Just thought about it. Cuz we thought it would be ridiculous to have something you wear in your head that has a microphone and then it turns out we own those already and they're the most common of things. Have them. Damn, we're dumb. All right, watermelon's the fruit. Let's go to the news.
0: I love you. Six o'clock, time for
1: the news. Protesters are calling for gyms to reopen in Florida and are doing squats and push-ups outside the Clearwater Courthouse. A man jumped on a wine truck and unscrewed the valve to drink straight from the tanker. Pennsylvania just became the third state to ban child marriage. Queens, Brian May... Has been hospitalized for a butt injury over over enthusiastic gardening. An Ohio woman was arrested after calling 911 to ask for help extinguishing a fire in her crotch.
0: Okay. A lot of news here.
1: Yeah. Uh, the gyms being protested. I'm kind of over this. I mean, I, we've heard my take on this. Like, I can't, I just can't imagine having the freedom in your day to go protest. Like, I know I'm busier than most, I think, maybe, especially people that are working from home and stuff. Or, you know, there's a lot of people that got laid off. But I don't, you know, they got to afford a gym membership. Just don't understand the free time. I just don't, I mean, hey, I, I don't get it.
0: Got to find a cause you're passionate about, man. I know I uh, I walked the streets with the teachers, with our buddy Jeff that one time. Um, but yeah, I mean, something like this is a, as laughable as it comes. Um, and I, the problem with this is it just led to too many layup jokes on, on social media um, because it's people literally working outside of the gym. So everyone was saying, you're literally, you're making the point um but yeah i mean exhibit exhibit a and just the people are dumb people are so dumb people are dumb so
1: dumb what's uh i don't know like why you know what i mean i just don't get it i understand i I understand maybe yeah i know just like protesting in that in that form like so many social injustices, worth protesting. Not being able to go to your gym to work out, I just don't know if that's worth it.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, uh, I got nothing against that. Um, and I think those were, <laughs> those, those were some of the early memes. But they start getting political, Jim. So I'm not, I'm not doing it.
1: Everything turns into politics. There's no, po- not, there's no politics about this.
0: I'm not thinking the cheese.
1: A global pandemic has become a bipartisan issue. I mean, that's how you know the country's just fucked.
0: Yeah. No,
1: I mean, I have faith in America and all that, but it just like the fact that there are two sides to a global pandemic <laughs> and not one yeah. is so scary, man. Like, yeah, I, so I went into scary.
0: a a stoner stand up routine in in the shower last night about about the president because like I don't know how often during the night like does the president get w- woken up because of emergencies like never
1: I don't know never been
0: right and then like do they pass the power to someone else when the president's sleeping I don't it feels like there's gotta be a lot of rules and stuff that just gets missed I think you can probably find out what happens when the president's asleep. Because I feel like there's got to be important calls and then, like, I don't know. Okay. Can someone else take the call? I, there's got to be some interesting rules. What's what's developed since the 1700s?
1: Okay. That's good. I'm interested as well. Uh, this man jumped on a wine truck and unscrewed the valve to drink straight from the tanker. I believe there's a video. Is this real? Is this is an actual video of the of it happening. Well, news feed, okay. He's running shirtless, jumps on the truck while it's moving. Back to the news anchors at
0: CBS 13. Why would they no cut wine. it? What? We didn't see him drink wine. Okay. Now he might be.
1: He's on the ladder. He jumped onto the side of the wine. Now, I don't really know what's happening now. I think this is the the wine truck pulling over.
0: Yeah, there's a blocker car.
1: Okay, the blocker car driver's getting out, opening the trunk of his car.
0: And I think this is our shirtless man. Wine truck's backing away from the car
1: oh shit dude like he did all that this is a heist like he he drove in front of the wine truck and slowed to a halt so the wine truck driver had to slow to a halt parked his car got out said like what's up dude i'm gonna hop on your truck and the truck driver started driving away because he was now being hijacked like a pirate this is my i'm the captain now and uh the dude then like climbs around and unvalves the wine from underneath man that's a that's a moving wine heist jake but he only drank like a mouthful
0: yeah he th- there's a while where he goes under the tanker kind of i don't like that um i mean are we happy for this guy it, he pulled it off, I think.
1: Like, I think he had a goal, and the fact that he made that truck stop and pull over to the shoulder, I'm impressed by that. Then, to jump on, did he open the wine and actually get any? That's what I really doubt.
0: If he got wine in his mouth, it's kind of impressive.
1: Uh, CHP says that the individual unscrewed a valve and tried to drink the beverage, spilling out. The company said they lost about 1,000 gallon, gallons of the, on the wine, about 5,000 bottles worth. <sighs> the individual was able to release the wine from under the tanker, and he placed himself underneath the tanker in such a manner. The best way to describe this was somebody doing like snow angels. He said that among thousands of calls that he's
0: heard, this is the top 10. This is a big one. this is a big one. I think we looked at these news stories and we were hoping the weekend brought a little bit more. this one's legit. this is badass
1: um, in a I mean I don't know there's something cool about having a plan and doing it.
0: how easy like you just have to find the one knob and you can empty like wine or oil or anything out of a giant carrier yeah.
1: Anyone could have done this when the wine truck was just kind of like parked and then you can just get wine. Like if I see a wine truck in a parking lot at a truck stop and just unscrew the bottom valve and give myself a thousand bottles of wine.
0: I always, I don't know if you remember this and it was kind of, I mean, it's totally bad guy, but it never happened. So I guess it's good guy at the end, but dude, I always used to get blown away when the, the beer um, truck spillover. Well, no, just when they pull up to liquor stores and they'd lift the whole side of the truck and they just leave it open. I remember being a college kid and being like,
1: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're empty. If I stuff.
0: if I snag one of these 30 racks, I don't think anybody cares. Yeah. Um, <laughs> When you're in college, that's a that's a weekend changing event. So yeah. I, I remember it. Uh, I'm glad I guess I never did it. But I remember the temptation was there.
1: Oh, yeah. Just run and snag one. Uh, in a, even bigger news, Pennsylvania just became the third state to ban child marriage.
0: Just, just when I say I won't talk politics, here we are.
1: I'm going to speed read this one because I feel like there's details we need and I don't want to miss any.
0: Early in, we think we're, we're pro kids not getting married.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf on Friday signed into a law on a child marriage. Signed into Friday, signed into law a ban on child marriage. That's a weird way to phrase that making it the third state to fully outlaw marriage for people under the age of 18. Only Delaware and New Jersey also banned child marriage. Pennsylvania's legislature unanimously voted to approve the ban at last, and Wolf signed it into the law as part of House Bill 360, which set 18 as the minimum age to obtain a marriage license. Before the ban, an applicant younger than 16 could obtain a marriage license with court approval, and those between the ages of 16 and 18 could obtain one with parental consent. According to Unchained, an organization that works to end forced and child marriage in the United States, an estimated more than 2,300 children between 15 and 17 living in Pennsylvania were married under those exceptions since 2014. Whoa! That kind of shocks me, actually. Like, we're limiting this just to Pennsylvania, just in the last six years, or five years, really, 2,300 children got married between the ages 15 and 17 years old. Yeah, I would have guessed less than that.
0: I, too, would have had the under. I, too, would have had the under. God, imagine?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I can't even.
0: I was so dumb at 15.
1: I know. It's so dumb. You know, Romeo and Juliet were 13 and 14, though. Actually, I think Romeo was I think I think Romeo was older. Juliet was thirteen.
0: Didn't end well.
1: No, they both died.
0: Have you watched that movie recently? That's one I feel like that used to be a John Boy collection favorite.
1: Romeo and Juliet with Leo and Claire Danes? Yeah. That's a fantastic movie.
0: Have you watched it recently? That's what I'm asking.
1: No, but I have some clips on my phone that I watch every now and then.
0: Okay. Somewhere good. There.
1: There's a line that's
0: up there for you.
1: There's a line that Claire Dane speaks that's so good, and I wish I could quote it at applicable times every day in my life. But I just always forget when the moment comes. She says, Be not so long to speak. I long to die. And I think if you ask someone a question and they're like taking their time, you throw that their way. And it's like, whoa. Right. Because she's asking the priest. You know, like, I want to kill myself. And he's like, you know, giving her the runaround. Right. Be not so long to speak. I long to die. Love it. Also, just
0: Leo just screaming,
1: I defy you stars.
0: (laughs) I love that movie. I told you. There's some people that probably thought I was messing around. I know that's up there for you. It's so funny.
1: Um, all right, so I mean good job by Pennsylvania. Bad job by 47 other
0: states. Yeah, pick it up. I, I think I think the world would be okay if we said N- no marriage till 18. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Why not?
1: That's fair. Just I mean, if you're a kid, just don't get married. There's a lot of other things you can do.
0: BBD, do you have do you have friends that are married yet
2: uh I have like one set of friends from college that are married but they've been dating since like eighth grade so it made plenty of sense uh, and I have like a couple sets of friends that like got engaged or people I know not like friends
0: okay
1: it's good it's good stuff
2: it's a good rate so far.
1: Uh, this Queens Brian May hospitalizes uh, Los Angeles Times, and they're not letting me like read it, and I'm also not that interested because it sounds like just dumb nonsense.
0: I mean, I I'll disagree with you at the end part. I mean, once you cross a certain age, you get you can get hurt doing anything. I let out a good sneeze, and there's a chance of me getting hurt. So there's no doubt in my mind that Brian May was gardening hardcore and got hurt yeah do you have the link in front of you uh, i'm looking at it i'm clicking it on the
1: instagram post can you can you read the uh, i managed line in a british accent
0: i managed british accent sugar i managed to rip my gluteus maximus to shreds in a moment of over enthusiastic gardening so suddenly I find myself in a hospital getting scanned to find out exactly how much I've actually damaged myself. Turns out I did a thorough job. <laughs> that's, that's that's Scottish. The quick follow-up in a in a good British sentence. Yeah. That's really good. I I'd, I'd like to I'd like to add that to the repertoire somehow cuz <laughs> turns out I did a thorough job. <laughs> But yeah, this is an old man who got hurt doing something physical. This is this is life, people.
1: Say la vie. And an Ohio woman was arrested calling nine one one to ask for help putting out a fire in her crotch. Mm. Uh, Katrina Morgan. Let me hold on. Let me put her face on the screen. Um.
0: Oh, okay. I haven't clicked yet, so this is going to be a big moment for me.
1: Yeah, I just think everyone should probably um, see the face when they hear the news story so they know whose crotch we're talking about and I have it on the screen now. Mm. Okay. So the story goes, this Ohio woman was placed under arrest after reportedly calling 911 to ask for help extinguishing a fire in her crotch. Katrina Morgan, 50, called the cops in Port Clinton at about 10 p.m. Saturday to allegedly falsely report her pussy ablaze. Morgan asked the cops if the fire department's hose is working and said, I need someone to come put it out with their hose. Police arrived to find Morgan at her friend's home where she and others had been drinking, residents told the officers. Cops moved to arrest Morgan for false reports and disrupting police operations. Morgan became agitated and yelled at the officers as she resisted arrest, only relenting when an officer threatened her with a stun gun. Morgan faces charges of disrupting public services, making false alarms, resisting arrest, and disorderly conduct. Her friends, during police questioning, denied seeing Morgan on the phone. I mean, that's tough. You get drunk. You make a prank call to the cops. You're like, hey, do you guys have hoses? Or the fire department, whoever it is. Why don't you come uh, put out the fire in my pussy yeah. with your hoses? And you're like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I can't believe you did that, Morgan. They hang up the phone. They laugh. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And now you're being charged with, like, five accounts of stuff.
0: And that's why I'm pissed off, Jim. Um, and you know if, if this if this story was a um, you know a 28 a, a year old group of gals getting together having drinks and calling the fire department and asking if they've got big hoses and to come come check them out, I don't think this is a headline. I think we, I think we've got a young love story, but no, mm. because it's this 50 year old woman who had a, a couple too many. Now look at she's she's in the orange jumpsuit, yeah. <laughs> with with uh getting her height measured. So yeah, I uh, I have to say I'm a little displeased by this.
1: I'm a little upset too. You know what I think they should have done? They should have brought the fire department out. They should have grabbed her, stood her up, and then jackass got style the got the, got the fire hose and just lit up her crotch like Johnny Knoxville. Be like, you oh, asked for this. You, this is what you called and asked for. The fire's out. You're good. Just light, light her up with the hose. I mean, that's Probably a better way to deal with hip.
0: things. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Break her hip, maybe. I mean, but the, if if that's the case, then you say sorry about it. You move You've on. You've been saved. Yeah. Yeah. Now call. Now call the ambu- Now call the paramedics because you got broken.
0: BBD. Hip. I feel like you had a nice prank call phase in your youth. Um, no specific stories. I would never
2: call like just random numbers, but I'd call strangers or, okay. or not strangers, I call friends.
0: You've got a nice giggle, though. That's tricky on a prank call,
2: it's tough. I usually my go to is like I call like in college, I call one of my buddies and just say something really dumb and just sure. see how they react to that. Like, yeah. uh, I, I might have said it on JJR, I called my old roommate a few weeks ago and i just said hey everyone got mad at me because uh i I had sex with my uh brother-in-law's wife and uh what got a good chuckle
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you swing big with your prank phone calls then just say something weird um Krause's
1: friends in davis california used to and this is mean but like, you know juniors and seniors in high school so, youths. Um, youths. youths and they would call the local Chinese restaurant and mm. pretend to be uh, wholesale cheese sellers and try to sell them cheese and, and Chinese food doesn't use cheese so right they would just be like we don't use cheese like no good price we got real good prices and then, a lot of cheese go back and forth on the cheese and that was something they did
0: those people were allowed to get married in Pennsylvania. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> well, great callback, Jake. Like that? Like that shit. I just hit I just slammed on the soundboard. Yeah, you <laughs> really went at the soundboard there. I there was a bet of the day on a on an online basketball. Like who BBD, any any chance of finding this? I mean, I wrote it down, but it's hard to
2: sort back through Twitch streams, and that's the only way we know how to get the yeah. results.
0: Yeah. Let's I'll call it a win. see if I can win. do something quick. Yeah, let's call it a win. Let's call it a win. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day.
1: Bet of the day, bet of the day, huge news, Jake bet on a Spurs Supton game and won last week, hey Yep. unofficial winner, official on this show, good job Jake, I think I agreed with you just because I wanted to go into the weekend feeling good and I didn't care at all,
0: yeah, yeah, do you
1: have a bet today?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um we're gonna go back to the well because we're running hot. Uh so we're gonna do e- NBA or okay, basketball twenty. 20- oh, that's right. We did a sim. It's not even a simulation game, yeah. It's a sim. So we're gonna go back to the sim I, I do
2: have the final score from that game. BBD. The uh the Cavaliers beat the Spurs sixty five to twenty.
0: Fuck. What?
1: Wait. Yeah. Wait, what who did Jake choose to win?
2: I
0: believe he had
2: the Spurs.
1: They're simulating yeah, they, they basketball tripled, games where bro. the final score is 60 to 20.
0: 65, 65 to 20? 20. But I mean, yeah.
1: but we we'll hold up. We're talking basketball, right? Like that's how is that a timeout? Yeah, how is that a simulation? That'd be like if I it's simulated, uh, that'd be like if I simulated a baseball game and they played 4 innings.
2: It's, like it's the 2K. Real minutes it was just an nba 2k six stem. minute
0: quarters i mean
2: it's like half the length
1: i'm mad about Spurs it don't bet on don't 3 3 bet on this 21 simul- this simulation's angle. bullshit not, jake don't bet on it again they
0: just they just lost a fan yeah um okay we I can't are uh, what happened. then okay and uh <laughs> in in the road to rio uh esports league tonight mm-hmm. uh the esl um, it looks like Ninjas in, in Pajamas is playing phase Clan. And I'm. phase Clan's the favorite, but I'm just going to take them. It's free money.
1: All right. Cool. Um,
0: I heard you were giving
1: out free money. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Boom. Uh, whatever you just said. I agree. Yeah.
0: Big game. See you N- guys ninja? there. Ninja?
1: Ninja? Like Ninja? The Ninja Dude?
0: Or Ninjas uh, no. in Pajamas? ninjas in pyjamas. I think Faze Clan is a real thing. I don't know, man. Times are tough. Give me sports. We're
1: out. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you tomorrow.